welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's the show that sorts through facts, deciding once and for all if they are worth keeping or worth very simply just chucking away and forgetting about forever. My name's Dan. Thank you so much for listening. Now, listen, right, it is what, mid-August now? The height of our summer? So with that, I've got two facts all about some Christmas films for you and one about a snail as well, which will be fun. It's not just me. We've got Mark here as well. Hey, Mark, what have you got? Hey, uh, probably some a little more fitting than yours. Christmas in August. Come on, Daniel, sort it out. Uh, right. Scotland's disgrace. Well, I might have a different nickname in different times. And what would you do after you died? Also, we've got Connor here. Connor, what have you brought? Sapping gentlemen. So how no, to what? grow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carry on. Carry How to on. grow if you are small. If you are part of a mob, you're going to want to stay tuned. And drunk giants, no thank you. <laughs> Sapping in, right? This is a brand new baffled state there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapping in, gents. <laughs> so, uh... I came into this with such good intentions and you just don't, you just, you give me no chance, Connor. Uh, we always, we start with such high energy. I mean, I'm intrigued to see how this carries on. Now, listen, uh, last week we gave you the chance, like the beta baffled merch. Uh, you, you had the chance to get in on the ground floor, I guess, if I was pitching this to the dragons where you needed to prove to us that you were getting more subscribers for you were doing our job for us, basically, by proving that with screenshots, with emails, with audio recordings, and sending it over to our email, uh, which is info at baffledpod.com. Thank you so much for everyone that has done that. We are currently working through them all right now. We will be in touch soon, but keep doing that. Keep emailing us. Prove that you are getting more people involved in the show. Uh, by sending it over to info at baffledpod.com. If you do that, you might be one of the lucky ones that gets some of the very uh, limited at the moment range of baffled badges. Come Is anyone on. recording right now in their boxes? Sorry? No. Oh, I just wanted to put it out there. It you, is just, an, you literally sat in just your boxes? Yeah, I'm in my Calvin Klein's right now. It is an odd, it is an odd one today though, isn't it? Yeah, like I, I thought, you know, I'm going to go just boxes. I feel great. I've got the air coming through. Dan's opening it up wonderfully. I'm, I'm in a good mood, people. I'm in a good mood. Mark, I feel that- like I'm the lucky one because I'm the one who's actually in the studio and the studio has got air con. Oh my God, I've never been happier to be in an office. So mm. how are you, is it changed your opinion of the next uh, hour-ish that Connor's in his boxes? You know what? I'm going to embrace it. I'm, I might strip off as well. Just, Good I'm, man. Sure, I'm in a work environment where there's other people around. But hey, Do it. Do it. maybe I will. I feel like we need to play the song. I love myself. 
What? Why? 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 Well, because I'm loving myself right now. Well, whatever you're doing in your Kelvin Kleins, yeah. <laughs> it's up to They've you. Got no one so many holes in them. I definitely have noticed that today. That's that's a thing to start the pod. I've got a lot of holes in boxes. Have you covered up your webcam while you're loving yourself? Oh yeah, the setter tape is over that. You do not want to see any nipples today, gentlemen. Have you um have you used see-through sellotape? No, <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> Well, I mean, right. it was my thought as well. Yeah, can we get on with the pod, please, before I end up getting annihilated in the first five minutes? Oh, he's, he's getting ratty already. Listen, I'm going to slightly mix up the form. Okay. Because I'm slightly wary that the we're done by the end and that the final facts, kind of, we can't be bothered with them. So I'm going to go first. Here we go. Let's do it. You know the film Home Alone? Yes. You know, there's I've the bit. Of it. Thank you. You know, there's the bit in Home Alone where Kevin, all on his own, goes into Buzz's room and looks through Buzz's like trunk of secret stuff. Yes. And he pulls out some firecrackers, doesn't he? He pulls out Playboy and he has a good look. And then he pulls out, you remember this, he pulls out the picture of Buzz's girlfriend. Yeah. And he kind of goes, <laughs> now the producers didn't want to be mean to a real girl when they put a picture of this horrendously minging unattractive girlfriend so instead they used the art director's son from the film and they put him in a wig to take a picture brilliant and i do you know Amazing. what as well imagine imagine casting it so anyway we're opening up castings next tuesday for the uh girl that he screams at squams at is that the word he kind of goes Whoa. yeah can you Did imagine you the, use the word squam yeah i got com- not- i got confused i got confused but yeah, can Are you imagine just creating like, new language here and now? Oh, oh just ticking off. That. Just ticking off. Like, um, yep, she's not good enough to look terrible. She's not good enough to look terrible. Like, I think the current day, if that happened, there'd be something to say. Well, I think this might have been, I, I don't know how prescient they were being, how much forethought they had. But so what this film was, I don't know, what are we now, 2020? When was it filmed? 20, like 1994, maybe? So Yeah, it was definitely I, early 90s, wasn't it? Let's say that it's, I don't know, like 25 years old at a push, um, at the low end. They've thought there about cancel culture now, and they've thought that, well, we can't find anyone like unattractive, quite like for various quite right reasons at the moment. So maybe they've thought through and thought, you know, we want this film to last. Mm. So let's let's just give it to the, the, the bloke. Mm. I was waiting for you to tell me that the girl was you in a wig and it followed on from your Harry Potter adventures. <laughs> no, my, my movie career sadly peaked at Harry Potter, I'm afraid. Peaked and ended? Yeah, peaked. Peaked, started, peaked, peaked and ended no, at that one movie. I did two movies, one TV show. Harry Potter was the final one that I did. It was, was that I've, the movie you were in? Uh, I was in the... I don't know if you can actually see me. I've never seen it because I was too young at the time. The, the film Closer with Julia Roberts and Jude Law and Clive Owen and Natalie Portman, I think. I've not seen it. I don't know. It's not cheaper by the dozen. Connor hasn't seen it. Funny thing about about that film, it's like ridiculously raunchy, very rude, I hear, very X-rated. And my gran went to see it with my cousin at the time because she could get in and apparently there were some risque C-words being banded about. That's always quite fun. Um, uh, Yeah, so I mean, the Harry Potter was was the third film, third thing that I did. Mm-hmm. The best thing that I did. So I went out there. I thought, what, why carry went out on? on a high? Why well, we've gone on? through Dan's IMDb. So <laughs> it, it, it's swiftly moving on. Um, this Is this the scene where he falls over, Dan, and he knocks the tarantula? Is that right as well? I can't remember. I've not seen Home Alone in what, like eight months now? It's August. And I just watched that clip on YouTube. I didn't, I didn't go through the whole thing. I, I think Home Alone, I, I, don't, I don't know if you agree with me here, but you know, like, like how many Home Alones were there? Five? Too many. 
Yeah, I, like, I but it was one of the it. only films that was always good. Like, as in, everyone that come out was always enjoyable. I always find that, like, mm. oh, do you disagree? Your favourite mm. film is cheaper by the dozen, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just felt like with Home Alone, I've watched every one. I'm like, yeah, they're good films. Mm. I don't know. I feel like after two, it goes downhill. Yeah, I mean, the first two with Macaulay Culkin, who is apparently my lookalike, are fantastic. What? Yeah, during his uh, dark days of, <laughs> of drug abuse, people say I look like him. <laughs> so which when, is quite upsetting. Not even the good days. The no, dark not even the days, days of drug abuse. Yep, that's the day. So that's the one. Your lookalike, your peak right now is someone on smack. Uh, you're saying? I'm going to have to say yes. I want to say no, but yeah. But you know, Apparently, this is when yeah. I had long hair. Did you guys know me when I had long hair? No. I've seen, I've seen photos. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I look, I've I look, seen photos and that's enough for me. Yeah, I, I looked rough. I think the first time I met you, Con, you had long hair. Did I? I think so. And you were giving it, I mean, if you're listening, or you are listening, and you heard how he, <laughs> and, and you heard how he opened the show with a, what did you, sup, sup, sup or sup, right, geezer. I mean, Sapnin. Sapnin. The, the, the first time I met him with long hair, oh, come on, that, I mean, it was that. Imagine the first impression that you get. Mm, I um, can understand. And, and you also look like a heroin addict as well. So there you okay, go. brilliant. Right, anyway, can we uh, leave that there? Yeah, I thought we started well. I thought, I thought that was, that, was a, that was a good start to the show. It was a nice fact, Dan. Thank you. I, I love a bit of film facts. And definitely films I like as well. Next week, Cheaper by the Dozen, mate, and you've got my approval. The fact about Cheaper by the Dozen isn't that number two is better than number one. Mark, what's your first fact of the pod? Scotland wanted to replicate the Parthenon, bigger and cheaper back in 1826. It was never completed and is now nicknamed Scotland's Disgrace. Hold on, what, what, what? The what, what? The Parthenon. So the Parthenon is in, uh, it's ancient Greek. It's in Greece. Uh, it's the thing, you know, on the top of the hill at Athens. Yes. With all the pillars. Yes. You probably have seen it in Hercules, mate, if you've seen Hercules. Uh, no, I haven't. No. It's not cheaper by the dozen. Of course well, he was going to watch Hercules, but then he realised that there was a cheaper by the dozen too. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, that is where I'm going. That was as good. Lots of up. rubble, isn't there, with the Parthenon? Lots of rubble around. Yeah, I mean, it's about 3,000 years old, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. How is that still standing? Wow. So Scotland recreated that. Scotland decided they were going to make it bigger, but more importantly, cheaper, because it's Scotland. Uh, back in 1826. It is still, to this day, not completed. It started in 1826. But due to lack of funds, just they just stopped work on it in 1829, and it is still there. Uh, it's the National Monument of Scotland. It's a memorial to Scottish soldiers and sailors. It's not bigger than the Parthenon. It is uncompleted, and it is known as Scotland's disgrace. So it's maybe very- the Eiffel Tower isn't the crappiest building of all time. It's very obscure for the Scottish to try and do that. It's it's like it's very com- it's too competitive for me of the Scots. I think. You know, one of their national sports is lobbing a stick, Tossing and a they're thinking, "Well, I want to be, I want to be the eight, I want to beat the ancient Greeks in building incredible intellectual monuments." And then they, yeah, you know, oh my god! I right. also love the fact that they looked at Edinburgh and went, "Yeah, yeah something from Athens." That could Google be it. it, Google it. It's so B Tech. That is hilarious. It's terrible. It's just you just say it's so B tech. Yeah, it's literally just the B tech version of it. It's like you know, you, you know that that is abysmal, like really bad. That'll give something yeah. a, a very obscure British schooling term for our American listeners to Google. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I would just I'd be knocking it down. <laughs> it is. It's only got like it hasn't got a fourth side. It's just it? terrible. Like it, it's just awful. <laughs> it's just like oh, oh wow, there's six pillows that pillars or whatever they're pillows. called. Pillows. 
pillar. There's six pillars and it kind of looks like, no, mate, you've had an absolute nightmare, Julie. Knock it down. To be fair, I thought it would be more rubbery than that is. I thought it would be more disgraceful. It's just a bit half-assed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like a perfect pillars that just sit there like, oh, it kind of looks like that thing in Greece. No, no, it's just... They've even tried to repair it a, a, a few times. What does it need repairing? There's it doesn't need repairing and he's finishing. Yeah, finishing. That's what I meant. I love the fact as well there's all the tourists on it getting photos as if it's something. It's just like, mate, get off. So aside from uh, the Eiffel Tower, mm. Connor, you're a, you're a well-travelled person, well person around yes. the French Alps. Because I've been Dad to Marbella 10 times. Yeah, because Dad's paying for it. What's been the most disappointing uh, place that you've been? The most disappointing thing that you've seen on these travels? Um, been the most. Do you know what? I have to be. I have to be honest here, and I don't know if you used to have been, but I was really, really disappointed of LA. Uh, well, I quite liked LA. It was just it annoyed me because coming from London, it annoyed me that there was no like central hub. It just uh, seems very wannabe. Like I'm, I'm not an LA fan. It's, yeah, it's, just, it's not uh, wannabe, is it? It's the place yeah, where everyone. It feels everything is a performance. Like everyone is performing. Everyone's I'm a bit. I'm just not really into it. I didn't really see the point. And then you walk down that thing with all the stars, and it's really like yeah, that is impressive. Bit, that is a bit. Hollywood's just dirty and grotty nowadays. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. enjoy it. Venice nowadays. Beach. <laughs> nowadays, when were you there? <laughs> yeah, now when when I was in, like, obviously, it used to be all glitz and glamour. When you were there in the days of Grace Kelly in the golden age of Hollywood, when it was Hollywood land. I just wow. wasn't impressed. Like, Venice Beach was a bit, bit rubbish. I just, no, I'm it, kidding. It, it, no, I like Venice Beach. Love Venice I Beach. I like the beaches at LA. Like, that's all I like about LA. The like Santa Monica. Love, really liked Beverly Hills. I am with you. My girlfriend very much did not like it. It's just annoying that there's no like one place for you to go. If you're in London, yeah. you, you get a train to Leicester Square and you can walk around everywhere. Fine, done. Yeah, yeah what you got? What, you, what, what are you doing? You got to drive everywhere. I just find as well, like with America, I've been to different parts of America and every time I've gone, I've been like really sort of like, wow, this is incredible. There's always oh, been something to it where I've been mm-hmm. like, this is insane. Where in LA, I was a bit like- that year, didn't he? Yeah, just with LA, I was like, I don't really, I don't know, really. I was just like, this is kind of cool. I was just really, really underimpressed, and I just didn't really want to go back straight away. And that's why I've been to New York seven times. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's raking it in, isn't he? Yeah. He's you know me. It in. New no, York seven times, baby. No, not, not you, your dad. Uh, no, no, this is not a thing. Amazing. I'm 25 yeah. years old. My dad doesn't pay for my things anymore. Although he what did buy you, me some socks the other day, but that was just part of his own back. If you're 25 years old, and you've been to New York seven times, there is no way that you've paid for all of those. Yeah, I've paid for every single one. Absolute. Actually, the, the first time uh, I went was a school trip when I was about that, 15. What school are you going to that's taking you to a New York? That is, mate, what is you? I went to Park Asterix in France. Yeah. It's not even the third best theme park in France. I went to a lake in Wales and you get taken off there. I'll tell you what is a little bit like disappointing as well. Dagnum. <laughs> Dagnum. <laughs> Yeah. Did you just go from New York to Dagenham? Yeah, Dagenham's a little bit disappointing. I mean, you go there. And you I don't think, think anyone's know. going to Dagenham thinking it's this incredible city and one of the best in the world. No, but you go to Dagenham. I and think you're you very a- unsure on where you're going with this conversation. You're like, here, oh, to go I'm from in New York to Dagenham. You're like, I'm in Dagenham, bruv. I'm in the ends of, of Essex. I've, n- I've never been to Dagenham, and I don't plan to. There's a good tire shop. There we go. That's the highlight. If any. Any of our listeners are going, where shall I go? I want to visit the UK for the first time. Maybe I'll go to Dagenham. No, don't. Don't. Get that idea out of your head. 
All right, Connor, uh, let's have your first fact of the pod. Okay, Dan, you might already know this one. Um, astronauts <laughs> actually get taller when in space. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, I knew you would. Mark? Uh, I didn't know that, but it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, so because of the discs of the spinal column on Earth, the discs are slightly compressed due to gravity. Whereas in space, that compression is no longer present, causing the discs to expand. The result, the spine lengthens and the astronaut is taller. There you go. You must get backache when you get back. Yeah, I think you're probably a bit mixed up. I don't really know how 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 weak the gravity is when you are up there. Mm. So I, I wanted to sort of you know let people know about this because I find I'm the advisor on the podcast. You know, what? I give people facts that you know like my pizza fact. Once upon a time, this is another one. If you're looking to gain a couple of inches, get on a rocket. Mm. Isn't it? Well, isn't it also that if you're gonna if you want to gain a couple of inches, measure yourself in the morning. Yeah, you once do, you've you do woken up. It's the same thing you, because I think because obviously you lie down. I may be wrong here, but I think it's because when you lie down, you sleep, or because you sleep, you lie down. Therefore, your gravity doesn't have effect on pushing you down, and then through the day, you slowly shrink. Yeah, it's that, and you also you get a bit knackered, don't you? So I think you kind of stoop a little bit in the evening as well. Yeah, I did know that. I was, I was when I was hunting for my facts. I saw the one about astronauts with the life insurance policy and their signatures yeah. uh, on air production meeting. Have we had that? Have we done that? Yeah, one, we Mark? have had that. Yes. We have had that. I, I, I had that. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Mark. Oh, I, I, uh, I think if I, I had that one. Uh, yeah. So I, I knew there wasn't going to be much to say on this fact because it's a good fact. This isn't nonsense, but I just knew that you would probably both know it because you're the type of people. Why, aren't why, you? why bring it? Why bring a fact? A, a because I, you know, I wanted to. I, you know what? I feel like know. I need to fit in. I feel like I need to bring something sciencey and moony. If and you, it's not just about us, Dan. It's about the listener. Exactly. Moony. If you were going to ask an astronaut any question, Connor, what would it yeah. be? <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate. Mm, go. I would love to know what making love is like on the moon. Well, no one's done that. So. You just float around. Well, no, but no, no one's, one's done, done that. it, have they? <laughs> well, you don't know. Well, I do know. No one's made love on the moon. How do you know? Because it would be, because if they had, we would know. But maybe we wouldn't. Maybe it's private time. Where, where are they doing it? The left side. Of what? The left side of the moon. Yeah, I've heard it's quieter there. Where it, As Pink no. Floyd famously wrote a song about, the left side of the moon. They yeah. also have to wear these massive spacesuits to, to simply Yeah, but, you still, yeah, but one of them weed on the moon. You're still going to have to flop your boy out if you need to have a wee. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't flop his boy out, he did it inside. Like, like no, a wetsuit situation. No, he didn't wee up the flag. No, oh, do you know what? All, I'm fed up with space imagination. chat. No, I'm fed up with space chat. I want to leave my space moon experiences that I think people have had in my head. It makes me happy. I don't want you ruining them. Because I'm imagining, do you know what my picture is? Like this guy. No, I don't want to. Don't want to his old boy out, but he can't quite control it because what? of the, like, the because way, it's the, like the, a bit yeah. sort of like, you know, it's bouncy on the moon. It's sort of like he can't quite, you know, keep the Wii in a, in a position he needs. Right. Uh, time for the second fact of the pod. Uh, I'll take this one as well. Another movie. Uh, they're delicate treading around this delicately. Don't condone it, but it's nice to talk. It's, it's interesting to talk about. Uh, there was a jail in Florida where for their torture, they forced the inmates to watch the Polar Express on repeat. I'm all for that. Great over over One inmate 
filed a lawsuit, so sued the prison, saying that he can still hear those little kids screaming through his brain. I mean, I can imagine that's a good film once, but twice, three times, four times, five times, six times, you're going to go slightly. You're just going to. It's going to get too much, isn't it? I saw that film in 3D, and it was an incredible day. Is Tom po- Hanks in that film? Polar, yeah, he plays like everything. Polar Express. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I saw it at the um, IMAX. I don't believe... Well, it, I, that wasn't in 3D time. That was before 3D. Yeah, it's been re-released in 3D at the IMAX. So you were old and paid to do that? No, I got sent there. But, Dad, I forgot. I no, forgot what? IMAX 3D version, is true. There we go. And it was originally released in 3D. So yeah, I saw Polo Express in 3D and it was incredible. You know the bit where like the train spins, you're like, you're like with him, right? Originally released in 3D? Originally released in IMAX 3D in 2004. There we go. Oh, like, Daniel. It would, it would have been hatchet 3D though back then in 2004. No, mate, you wore glasses. No, I know, but this is back in 2004. So this is before they actually brought in like proper 3D uh, stuff. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. Can, can, we just, can we just go back to this a minute where Connor went, no, it was proper 3D. We wore glasses. How else have you ever seen 3D? Oh, well, you don't want to know. Dan, look, listen, okay? You were wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I'm saying I'm, saying I'm fine it was wrong, but what I mean is that it was that early wave of 3D films that they released before, like, big 3D took over. This is, like, theme park-style 3D. Yeah, good times. Good times. They tortured this dude with Polar Express over and over and over and over and over and over again. When I watch Polar Express every year, because what I do throughout December, I make a list of all the Christmas movies that I need to crack through before we get to the big day. Wow. So, I've seen them too many times. Uh, I always start Polar Express with the best of intentions and then I'm bored by the end. It's a real shame that you write a list every year, Dan. Why? Well, it's just easy, isn't it? It's like, you're 27, aren't you? Yeah, 28, yeah. Yeah, it's just... I want to I I I make sure I watch them all. Yeah, but why do we need a list? Because, I'll, because I'll forget one. Yeah, okay, so what, okay, how many's on the list then? What's the top one you always write down? Um, Muppets Christmas Carol. No, it's got to be Elf. No, Muppets Christmas no. Carol, number one. You okay. are... Yes, the biggest load of I've ever heard. It's this new wave that where people think Elf's the greatest Christmas movie ever released. I, I think Elf, Elf is good, but oh. Muppets Christmas Carol is the greatest Christmas film. I've never seen released. it. My word, right. Absolutely Gee. outrageous. Uh, Dan, great. with your list, yeah. do you check it twice? Mm, when you, when you, the easy, no, well, uh, <laughs> it's just, oh my word. Can I do my fact now? Yeah, get on with it. It's not your turn. Oh, all right, go on. No, I don't care. Let him do it. Um, let's, right, break, let's break rank. I'm, I'm sick of his whining. <laughs> Mob boss, Vincent... Giganti, I, I struggled with the pronunciation. Power on, it's fine, no one knows. Used to wander around New York in his bathrobe to convince the police he was insane and avoid capture. Like him. He, uh, he faked insanity to stay clear of jail. At his height, he was earning around $100 million a year. Ah, petty change. So yeah, he, he avoided going to prison by wearing his bathrobe. Um, so if you're in a mob and you want to avoid prison, get on your slippers and you're sorted, mate. Do you reckon anyone from the mob is listening to this podcast? Maybe you never know. There could be oh. somebody right now, you know, on a on a you know a, a car chase or something. They just got us on. We are we're big with the mafia. I learned recently that there is an Italian restaurant down the road from me that, until a few years ago, uh, was run by the mob for money laundering. Yeah, quite a lot. What Funny do you mean story. until a few years ago? How do you know it's done? How do you know it's over? 
Well, it might not be, but whoever was running it at the time has since been caught, I think. Uh, what do you mean a lot are? Well, it's probably quite common. Anyway, listen, so good story. Probably. When I went to New York with a few few of my boys, um, one of them, we was my in a boys! club. One of them, um, you know, met this girl and, you know, they were they were kissing and all things like this. And it got a little bit, you know, the, the next level. And they were having a little chat and um, she had like this Italian twang to her, kind of attractive, sexy, you know. And she turned around and told him that she was actually part of the uh, Italian mafia family. And I've never seen the colour flush out of someone's face so fast in all my life. Yeah, you, you wouldn't did. date someone who's part of the mafia, would you? No. I mean, and the, imagine the, meeting the in-laws. Well, the thing was, he had already told her his name you know, like where he's from. And I think for a few months afterwards, he was just a bit scared. I don't know why. I reckon she was winding him up. If, you're, if your parents are in the mafia or mafia family, you don't tell people that. You don't tell yeah, man. you do. I would. You, you, yeah, but that's because you're not an Italian girl. And because your parents aren't in the mafia. I don't know, your dad's rich enough. He might be. This is the point. If, if you actually were, there is no way that you'd tell people. You're like sworn to secrecy. You don't want people to know that. You don't tell some rando that you, you're having like a holiday fling with that your dad's Tony Soprano. Well, you would. No, yeah, probably. Yeah, good point. There you go. But you might do if you get dragged around an alleyway. What? If you get dragged down an alleyway after a couple of Stellas, you'd be like, listen, mate, yeah. my dad's Al Pacino. Well, yeah. And um, what do people say when, when you tell them that your dad is a famous Hollywood actor? Yeah, they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Exciting situations that happen in your life, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But listen, how good is that from Vincent Gigante? Is that how you pronounce it? G-I-G-A-N-T-E, boys. Gigante? Gigante. Gigante, yeah. Uh, wandered around New York in his bathrobe. Google some pictures. It's hilarious. Mark, let's have your second fact of the pod. So I am obviously ginger. I say obviously. You two know that. The listeners don't. For the oh, listeners. Yeah? I am Ginger. Therefore, go by many nicknames. Some are not nice. However, if anyone nicknames you based on hair colour, Mark, you put them in touch with me, all right? You tell them that Mark's dad is Al Capone. Is Al Pacino. Al Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. His name is Al Pacino. Right, what would you have been called? I mean, His dad is Al Pacino and his dad is Robert De Niro. You watch out. Go on. So the reason that you'd call me a redhead rather than an orange head, which is probably a little more accurate, is because English didn't differentiate between the colours until the 1540s, by which time the term was long coined. Links in with what I was saying on the previous episode. The, the colours were different back in the day. They couldn't tell. Oi, Ginger Minja, where did you get that fact from? My weekly Ginger's Anonymous club. It's a very hard club to be part of. You've got to wear a hat. <laughs> no, you are not. No, of course well, I'm he, not gonna. Yeah, he is. I was gonna say, how much is it a month? <laughs> well, you freckle face, does it annoy? Like, did you used to get this a lot at school? Yeah, I mean, normally it's just people going, oh, yeah, ginger. I had one guy who uh, used to go, oh, what's your favorite cake? Carrot cake. On, oh, like, what an absolute knob. Mark, did However, you ever- the brilliant thing was he had just been dumped by a girl called Vicky. So it was a very easy comeback of, oh, what's yours? Victoria Sponge. He'd, hey. away. he'd, he'd just run away. Did you um, get with her? No, uh, no I did not. Mark, quick ginger, one. Have I didn't you, get with anyone. This is, you know, this is quite a deep question, but is there, was there ever a point where you sort of wish you weren't ginger? Like, did uh, you ever think? No. No, because no, it does suit I like you. being different, like my hair. No, it does suit you. I feel like if I saw you with blonde hair, that would be a weird moment. I know. I saw Daniel with blonde hair the other day. He's hiding his gingerness. Very weird. You've thing is, you've also got um, a ginger face. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. some ginger people have a ginger face. I remember I saw someone recently who looked... Pale, freckly, exactly, and a ginger beard. 
yeah, glasses, kind of. You, I mean, the, the, glasses. They don't. Yeah, they. they doesn't have, come under it. No, they, as in not all ginger people, but there are. If you've got, if you've got, this sounds sh- stupid because. If you've got ginger hair and you wear glasses, you have exactly the same shape of face and freckles and contortions that Mark does. It is like identical. Are you ginger, Dan? Not, not now. I, I like when I was young, much, much, much younger, like a baby. Uh, I was ginger, but then I, I was like, "This is the the, the shittest hair color ever. Let's change it." Mm. And I, I don't, I don't, God I don't did the work. I and Dan re- now currently has bleached hair. Yeah, bleach blonde hair. Do you bleach it's your hair? Weird. It's weird. I saw him the other day. It's weird. Do you bleach your hair, Dan? Yeah, I've started to. I'm on a website, right? Who, um, mate, I, I've, I've typed in ginger nicknames. Me. I typed in ginger nicknames because I wanted to keep having a go at you, Mark. And some of these, hello. <laughs> um, go on, go on. G- give, give him a cross. Go on. Ronald McDonald's love child. <laughs> All right, let's do an ad break. We'll be with you next. Boom. Boom. What was that? I won't leave that sound effect. What was that noise? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music in My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favorite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense. It made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was. But the man on board had had cancer. And that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. He just completely lost it yeah. as we, we pulled up to the, to the hospital. You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life. Right, we are back. Three more facts to crack through. Remember, if you want one of those baffled badges, it's so, it's, I know when I say this, I sound quite demanding. 
Uh, so sorry about that. But uh, we want to give them to people who are like worthy of it, who are working for it. We're working hard for the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening, but let's work hard for a badge. So uh, just like get like one other person to listen and send us some proof that they are doing that. Fire it over to info at baffledpod.com and you will be on the list to get yourself a badge. I Three. just want to slip we in We have there a and... huge team manning yeah. that email address. And, huge and team. Don't try on the DMs. You know who you are. I've had a couple of you message me asking if I can just, you know, secretly get them one. Do the official the channels, people. Official channels. Info at bafflepod.com. Get on it, peeps. Sapling in. Right, there are three effects for you to correct through my, my final fact of the day. Nice, short and sweet. A, a snail can have up to 15,000 teeth. Oh, Jesus. Blimey. I mean, they've I mean, got to be small. That's that small. is a lot. If you're fitting 15,000 in that, in that gob. But, Can you oh. imagine flossing? Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they got a lot of slime, don't they? So I imagine they don't need to. It's kind of like natu- natural lubricant. I always um, keep an eye out when I'm walking along the road for snails. I feel like I feel sorry for them. People just tread on them. You're, you're the snail of the podcast. What? You, because of your air, you've got a bit of a bowl cut, which is like a snail shell. So you're the snail of the podcast. Yeah, I feel like if, if we were in, if we were like, Small animals, Connor would be a snail. But any I animal, mean, really. You would be, Mark, like one of those orange orangutans. Thank and you. I, I would be... Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go, get ready for this, people. Like a cross between a shark and a tiger. No, absolutely not. Is a snail a slug with a shell? I, I don't know the, the specifics on that, I'm afraid, Connor. Okay, 15,000 teeth. I mean, that is an expensive dentist appointment. Are the teeth what we would think teeth are, though? That's my question. No, they're obviously like little just stuff, aren't they? <laughs> if you've got toothache, that's got to be hard to figure Anything out. Anything he doesn't understand. Yeah, it must just be uh, some stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just some stuff. Uh, talking of teeth, and you mentioned sharks a minute ago, I got sent this fact in the week. Shark skin is so rough that if you happen to run your, la- your hand along a shark, it would cut you. That's because their skin is actually made out of denticles which are basically tiny teeth. So shark how... are covered in teeth. So I don't know how I feel about snails, that. both, too many teeth. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about the, the truthfulness of this because I've seen videos of people stroking sharks and they don't have cuts. How can they go? put snail sperm in after shave? What? I was, I was just asking. You know, like no, probably sperm. not. I think, it's just, yeah. I think it's just whale sperm. Wow, it's definitely... Do snails have sperm? Yeah, how else are they making little baby snails? Not with. Oh my god, I'd love to. I'm on a YouTube of snail giving birth. That really. Can you imagine how long that labour is? Can you imagine? Or it's really slippy, so it just slides out. There is that. Imagine a snail trying to have sex on space. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) We've peaked. You, Mr. Snail of the group, I want your third fact. The NYPD answered to it. You answered to it. That means you know you are the snail of the group. Yeah, I'll take that. The NYPD had a police officer follow Andre the Giant whenever he went out drinking. This was to make sure he didn't get drunk and fall on anyone. Amazing. Very good. Andre the Giant is massive, isn't he? Yeah, he's huge. So seven foot four was what he peaked at. Um, Unfortunately, he actually died at age 48 um, due to something to do with his heart. He was found in a hotel room. Um, But yeah, his height, yeah. So he was seven foot four and weighed in at 240 kilos. The way that you kind of 
talk around your facts and the sad news always makes me chuckle. I know. Yeah, here's a really fact, but unfortunately, he is dead. You, like, you, we don't need to say that. It's fine. It's not Do part you know of the fact. You don't need to know that he's dead. He's he's li- he's being called the eighth wonder of the world. Well, that was his wrestling nickname. Yeah, and also there, there's pictures of him wrestling, and he sits on people. Like, I don't think that's actually okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's his wrestling nickname. That's not something from UNESCO. Yeah, but um, I like. I'd love to have met Andre the Giant. Gloss over UNESCO. I imagine he was a proper hit with the ladies because ladies just went. That would be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll bet they did. Yeah, I love that status. Being a wrestler like that, cross between a tiger and a shark, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Can you imagine getting into work, though, and being like, Dan, you're on, a, you're on shift tonight. Andre the Giant's out for a couple of uh, couple of Stellas. You need to keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't fall on anyone. I mean, how are you preventing that? About to say, here's the thing. If he does fall on someone, how yeah. are you, on your own, going to sort yeah. that out? Like, let's say Andre if the Giant. If he's about to fall on yeah. someone, are you going to stop him? No, exactly. You're not getting in the way. So, Andre, you know, it's up to, I think up to the, it's up to the other people to get out of the way. I mean, if they've Andre the Giant's falling towards me, I'm out of there, mate. Also, you got to think how much it would take him to get to the state where he would be, like, toppling over on people. Uh, there was a, I went to uni with a fairly big lad and he could do that thing where he would open his gullet and just chuck pints down him and he would do it with like double pints and it was majestic. I've never seen something like that. Uh, but he would need copious amounts of booze to get him in any kind of drunk space. That's probably quite unhealthy. Well, I mean, he was a big lad. Yes. Well, how big's lad? How big's lad? How big's big? He was, he was, he was a big old dude. What are we talking here? Well, I don't don't want to, I don't want to get into the specifics. Height and weight, re- roughly. No, well, I don't know. I'm Give me exact measurements for the last year. <laughs> he was, you know, Andre the Giant. Mm. He was know. like like that. It was it was it was I a big once, dude. I once went to school with a guy who was big, really, really big. How big? Guy. Exact big. Uh, height and weight, please. <laughs> he, he's probably okay. So he's probably weighing in at like. Probably like 18 and a half stone in year yeah, eight. Mm. Um, and I'd probably say he was about six foot one, Jeez. two. Okay, so he's tall at year eight as well. He's big, right? And in year eight, we was playing rounders and um, I was on the field and he, he, was, he was running and he, he hit the ball and I caught it and threw the ball with, a, with quite a lot of power back at the, um, the, the guy and it hit him straight in the eye and he picked up two rounders bats and run towards me. And at that point, at that exact point was the point where I knew I had IBS. <laughs> we almost got through a whole podcast, didn't we? I don't know about you, Mark, halfway through that story, my mind drifted off, not because of the storytelling prowess, but because I was thinking of the rules of rounders. And I thought you caught the ball, Connor. You didn't need to throw it back urgently because he's already out. Yeah, but my name's Connor. I cover everything. <laughs> so just in case. Yeah. But yeah, and that, that you know, so I understand... Being around big people. <laughs> Great, you, no, no. You shitting your pants as you run away from a, a lad that's charging after you with two rounders bats is yeah, not okay, the same right. as you understanding. No, it is. Look, I'm putting it in perspective here. Dan, if you picked up two rounders bats and run at me, like, do you know what I mean? Not bothered. This kid, on the other hand... You should be bothered because I've got two rounders bats. No, I would take you down. I'd disarm you. <laughs> How would you disarm him? I don't want to talk about that because I have to. I don't want to teach you my origami. Origami? You're just going to oh, fold some paper oh. in front of him, are you? <laughs> yeah, come at me. I've got a paper swan. Look at this. Mark, the final fact of the podcast. 
It is down to you. Usually by this point, mm. we're uh, we're at the moment where we are done with facts. So let's see how we get on. I feel oh, like it's twice as bad this week as well because little production secret, Dan is on holiday. So this is actually recorded. We've done two episodes in a week. So I feel like we've hit crazy earlier than we do normally. Okay, I'm intrigued for this final one. I really am. Okay. The inventor of the Frisbee was turned okay, into a Frisbee after he died. Great. What? Great. I thought he was going to die by catching a Frisbee. That's usually the way these things work. No. The fact that he was very good. So Steady Ed, as he was known, or Ed Hedrick, invented the Frisbee in the 50s. He then went on to also create disc golf in the 70s. Uh, He lived for the Frisbee, is what his wife said. So when he died in 2002, his final wish was to have his ashes turned into a Frisbee. Now, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with passion. But I just think to dedicate your life to one thing like that is is a bit odd. You know, like, uh, like I love Frisbees. You know what I'm going to do with Frisbee? I'm going to create this golf, which, let's be fair, isn't much of a leap from actual Frisbees. But then to love it so much that your wife knows you well enough to put you at your ashes in a Frisbee? Nah. Here's what I think is the weirdest bit about it. His son said it was his father's dream that they play with him after death. This isn't just a Frisbee they're putting up on the mantelpiece going, look, there's dad. This is a Frisbee. They go, want to go chuck a Frisbee round? Yeah. Is there a risk of this landing on a roof or getting stuck up a tree? Of course there is, but it's fine. And they're playing Frisbee with dad. You could chuck away literally your dad's ashes. You but sound really passionate about it. I think... I think that's the best thing to do with ashes. You don't want them standing there on a being useless looking at you from a mantelpiece. You don't want them buried in the ground. Stick them in something useful that you'll see every day and you'll remember how much fun you have. Put them up, your bum. Would that go in your spy kit? Uh, yeah. You know, then they're always with you. Are you saying, Connor, that if your dad died, you got mm. him cremated, you would put your dad's ashes up your bum? Really, isn't it? I mean, why? Mind. Why do you want your dad up your bum? Okay, right. What? That is what you Dan. said, Dan. Why do so many of your immediate thoughts revolve around what's going up your ass? I don't know. I, I think I've got a bit of an issue. I do think about bum a lot. You've got an issue, and you've used all of the tissues and some wet wipes, Dan. If you could be put into anything when you die, ashed up, what would it be? Um, I don't know. Something that would be used quite often. Like what? Mm. Toothbrush? Yeah, toothbrush. I was just about to say toothbrush. Toothbrush. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, that would be No cool, one would ever it? use it. No one would ever use it. Yeah, your girlfriend could brush her teeth with you every day. Mm, but yeah. And then you, you could shove it up your bum and have a clean as well. Yeah, there we go. Right, that is it for this week's Baffle. Thank you so much for listening. Well, what have we learned this week? Well, uh, if you've ever taken down a dark alley, just say your dad is Al Pacino or something like that. Also, Mark turns out looks like every single ginger person ever. And also, we found out that sometimes, somewhere, snails must have had some sex in space. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've got any facts that you want to fire over to us, hit us up on the email, info at baffledpod.com. That is also where you can send your proof that you're getting other people to listen to the show, which will help you get one of those very exclusive Baffled badges. And we will see you next week with a brand new Baffled. Say goodbye, Connor. Satin. Mm, say goodbye, Mark. See you later. And it's goodbye from me. I'm about to go and find so many things that I can shove up Connor's bum. See you next week. Bye. Imagine. 
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.